guys. Welcome back to the Speaking Ill Podcast. This is going to be episode four, and I'll be your host, Brian King. Um, all right, guys. So we had a break, right? I mean, it, I I was sick for a good week and a half with all kinds of stomach issues, and like it wasn't even the old sick, like CF sick, you know? Like nowadays, post-Trikafta, I don't even get like CF sick anymore. Like now it's the the normal people shit that sucks. Like, <laughs> like I have a lot of nasal congestion and drainage and just feel tired all the time. And like, it, it sucks because when, when I was CF sick, I felt so miserable that everything just sucked. Like everything hurt. And now when I'm like sick, it's almost like I still have like a normal headspace or like, I don't know. It, it just like, it doesn't shut me down all the way. And so it's, it's just enough to where it's super annoying to be sick because I'm like, man, what a waste of time, but I'm not like just completely miserable. Like I need to go to the hospital. So it's just so interesting these days. But anyway, I was sick for a good week and a half and it's funny in our household because it's usually me that gets sick first. And normally it's because we'll go out of town to my family's house and we'll see like, my little nieces and nephews, or we'll go to their soccer games and whatnot, and they're always getting sick, right, little kids. And, and so I'll get sick, and then Marina will not get sick. So Marina's my wife, so she won't get sick. She'll, oh, man, this is great. You know, I'll be sick for a week or so, whatever. And usually, like, the next week, she gets the exact same thing as I'm getting better. So that's kind of what happened. And then we had Thanksgiving. Um, so hope everyone's Thanksgiving was good this year. Uh, ours was very different. Um, so my grandpa passed away this year, kind of unexpectedly. It was very, very fast. And so this is the first year of the holidays without him. And like in my family, you know, my grandma and grandpa have always been like the anchors of the family, right? Like we all like flock to their house, uh, for the holidays. And like, they're always just there, you know, and, uh, my family's really small. It's like 12 to 14 people kind of total usually, so I've always wished I had a big family, but, but I don't. But we're all super close, I think, because we have such a small family. So this year was the first year that my grandpa was not there. Um, so that was really kind of weird. And then uh, a few people couldn't make it because they were kind of visiting their like in-laws and whatnot for that, uh, that holiday this year. So anyway, it was just a weird Thanksgiving for us. Um, but my mom came up. My mom was... Uh, in the Florida area. So she came up and we had a really good time with her. So we like to go, um, gambling. We go, we go play the slot machines. Uh, my me, my aunt and my mom, um, and now Marina, but that was kind of like my aunt's, like, that's her hobby. Like, like when I say gamble guys, let's set this clear. Okay. I do not mean we go and like try to win mortgage payments or house, like car payments or anything like that at all. Literally, uh, my aunt goes to her friends and they just go to have fun. And so they will bet like, you know, 40 cent bets, the lowest bet you can bet on the slot machines, 40 cents, 50 cents, sometimes it's 60 or 80 cents, but that's kind of like as high as they go. And, you know, if, if we walk out like $50 ahead from when we went in that night, wonderful time. We usually, you know, my aunt and I, this kind of how we bonded over the years um, is we would both bring 50 bucks or maybe a hundred bucks. Okay. And we'd go to play the slot machines and we just sit there next to each other and we talk and, uh, we hit the little slots and it's, it's fun to watch her. She gets very excited, 
Um, and so she's all watching the machines, all the animations, and she gets real into it. And, and like, so I'm her biggest cheerleader. <laughs> you know, she starts winning, like, she'll start winning like 20 bucks. And I'm like, wow! I like freak out. And everyone comes and stands around and thinks she won something big, but she didn't. But anyway, we just have fun. We just talk. We catch up. We share stories. And uh, most of the time, we end up losing, you know, 50 bucks, maybe 100 bucks. Um, sometimes we walk out 50 bucks ahead. Sometimes we walk out 100 bucks ahead. And sometimes we get really lucky. And she walked out this year. She won a $700. It was insane. Like a $700 spin on 70 cents. So that's really, really cool. Uh, but if you think about it, when it comes to those type of things, like, you you know, if you're going to go and try to win money, like win a house payment or a car payment, that's when you're really going to kind of get into some trouble, right? It's where it gets really dangerous. Uh, the way Marine and I will, will do it is we'll say, okay, how much does it cost to have a night out together? You know, usually dinner for two is like 50 or so bucks. It depends on where you go. And then you have the movies, which gosh, these days is another 30, 40, 50 bucks. So usually about $100 for two people. So that's kind of uh, our thinking there. But anyway, guys, that's what we did this year. My mom came, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, my mom's the luckiest person I've ever met in my life. Like, it is insane. I used to get so mad as a kid watching her because she would – I know I'm going off the rails here. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even talking about CF right now. But my mom uh, was so, so lucky. And as a kid, she was so op- – like, when I was a kid, uh, she was so optimistic. And I would just, like – I would be amazed and frustrated at the same time because I couldn't understand like how she would like make things happen for her. Like it was, it was insane. Like things would just always seem to work out for in in her favor. So anyway, I'm hoping as an adult, I will, I will get some of that luck. But my mom guys, this is, this is how crazy this Thanksgiving was. She came up without my stepdad. She's by herself. And we went to the casino. Like I said, that's kind of our little bonding thing. And the first night, my my aunt was actually the one that won this uh, $800 or $756, something like that, about 800 bucks on this like 80 cent bet or 70 cent bet on this slot machine. Okay, great. Like we were so, like we were hooting, hollering, like we were so excited. Okay, the next night, like I said, we didn't have the normal family all come this year. And we we're kind of down about my grandpa and whatnot. We're sitting there like, man, what do we do? And like, oh my gosh, should we should we go again? And so we went again to the casino. And we don't normally go back to back like that. It's like a one and done type thing. We went again. And, uh, you know, when we win a lot of money like that, we kind of make up for anyone's losses. So I think I was down 50 bucks. I think Marina was down like another 50 or 80 bucks. My aunt paid us both our losses. So like we didn't actually lose any money. And my my mom played the exact same machine and she hit a, it was, it was again, 70 cents guys. Oh, oh no. Oh no, no. Okay. This is how, this is how crazy this was. Okay. My mom, we we're at the slot machine. Okay, guys. So let me let me paint a picture for you. There's four machines in a row. Marina, my wife, was on the far left. My mom was next to her. And there's this little like kind of younger gal next to my mom. Like Brian, there's one more. There's four. Why don't you sit there? I'm like, nah. I've lost enough money. You know, I was down like forty bucks. I was like, nah, nah, nah. Like I'm gonna stand back and watch you guys. Well, of course, Marina's machine starts hitting. My mom starts winning a little bit. And then, and I'm like, uh, okay, I'm gonna kind of hang out for a little bit. And this one girl had put so much money, the, the younger girl next to my mom, 
had put like $300 in her slot machine and it did not hit at all. I did not give her any money back. And I was feeling so bad for her. I'm like, okay, if she gets up, I'm going to sit down, right? Like it, it's bound to hit. I'm going to sit down. And guys, it, it turned out like she didn't get up. She actually started winning a little bit. I'm like, okay, all right, fine. I'll sit in the fourth See, like what, when you're sitting there watching people win, it is so hard to just like not want to sit down and play, right? So anyway, I sat down, and guys, this is this is let, I'm, 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 let me tell you how lucky my mother is. This is insane. Okay, again, we are betting the minimum bet. Okay, we're talking about seventy cent bet. Okay, my mom, it is late. I'm talking about late. Like it was like two in the morning. Three in the morning, I think. Three in the morning. So she's sitting there hitting this like 70 cents, right? Over and over and over. My mom is one that's known. If she sits down too long, she falls asleep. All right, me and this little girl next to her are kind of laughing because we're watching my mom. And my mom is dozing off, right? She's doing the Dr. Dre, like head bob, like, like falling asleep. I'm like, mom, I've never seen anyone fall asleep while they're winning money. And like, she's kind of giggling, kind of like dozing off. Guys, all of a sudden, her machine started going crazy, and I'm like, "Oh, mom, I think you, I think you won, I think you won." I look over; my mom had fallen asleep, and she hit the max bet, which is eight dollars and eighty cents per spin. She hit the max bet, guys, and hit a jackpot on this machine. This machine paid her twenty six hundred dollars by the end of. Like it's all its animations. This this girl next to me was spending so much money and, and not getting anything back. And she's watching my mother, this middle-aged lady, fall asleep at the machine and accidentally hit Max Bet and hit the jackpot. Are you kidding me? It was insane. Anyway, it was it was a Thanksgiving to remember. So uh, that's how our holiday went. Um, kind of kind of down in the dumps about things, but you know, exciting events happened. Um, and I'm not really. I know a lot of people like Thanksgiving for the food. I'm not a big Thanksgiving food person. I like big hearty meals. I love you know steak. I love burgers. I love um, like mashed potatoes. And we have some mashed potatoes. Uh, but normally, you know, we had the turkey, we had the ham, we have the little like, I don't know what you call those, like the little little servings at the table, like just like ham slices, turkey slices, like, no, I want big, dense meat and potatoes and pastas and, you know, things like that. So I'm not, I'm not a big Thanksgiving food guy, but uh, anyway, guys, that was how our holiday went. Uh, one to remember for sure. So my mom's going to come back for Christmas. And uh, yeah, I can't wait. I'm, I'm sure I'm, you know, I'm sure we'll get bored enough and we'll be so excited that, that she won all that money last time that we'll probably go again. Uh, it, it was so crazy. We are so excited. But anyway, that is how it went, guys. Um, and then, yeah. And so then also, uh, which I'm going to do next episode, I'm going to talk more about this. Um, I mentioned maybe to you guys before that I was trying a different enzyme brand, Okay. So I've been on um, Old Trace enzymes, digestive enzymes, as a kid, and uh, and yeah, I think in my early teen years I switched to Creon, um, and I've been on that ever since. I really am very lucky. I really have not had many digestive issues. 
uh, growing up besides obviously like needing digestive enzymes, but like I have not had a lot of the, like the, the bloating or like the, the constipation or like a DIOS or whatever that, that is. Um, just, I, I've been lucky with that. I have not with CF, I have not had a lot of GI issues. So that's really been great. But as I've been eating more and more food lately, I feel like I, and really getting a lot of like acid reflux and a lot of uh, bloating. And some people on Instagram had responded to some stories of mine and said, hey, have you tried Pertzi? So Pertzi's a, a digestive enzyme brand and it has sodium bicarbonate in it. Okay. So that's supposed to help with heartburn, acid reflux, et cetera. So I said, no. So we are in the process of trying to kind of get me on that to try it out, all right? And my insurance is being stubborn and they want me to try different brands before they were willing to pay for Pertzi. So we're kind of jumping through those those hurdles or hoops right now. So I'll keep you guys updated on that. But anyway, another thing I was going to talk about is the format of these episodes. So I know the first, well, the first episode was like an intro, right? It's only six minutes. Um, and the second and third episode are both around 45, 40 minutes long. Um, so... Remember, guys, my email for this podcast is speakingillpodcast at gmail at gmail.com. So if you guys don't mind, chime in, send me an email, what you guys think or what you guys like. My thing is that might be a little too long. And I know both of those episodes I went really in depth with explaining things. One was the vertex tricapta copay assistance changes, and the other was how to gain weight on CF and um when I explain things to you guys, I'm going to be, I, I want to be super, super thorough. Like I would love for you guys to like have a question and go to one specific episode and learn all about it instead of having to like jumping around and put pieces together kind of thing. So that's why I'm so thorough. And I, I tend to like go really in depth with things. But anyway, I'm like, well, is that too long? Um, and because I wanted to originally do like a main topic, um, and then maybe questions and answers from you guys. Um, I have a lot of questions you guys have submitted. And I kind of was going through these questions and I realized like a lot of them I can go pretty in depth in. So that wouldn't really provide a lot of time for like more questions after the topic. Um, so I think I'm going to try to do, um, you know, like one big topic each episode and then go in depth with it. And then I will kind of end it there. Um, and then each question I feel like can be a lengthy answer. I'll make its own episode. Um, that way maybe the episodes will be a little bit shorter, but that way also like, I'm hoping the title of the episodes will kind of explain what's happening in the episode and not too much stuff is covered otherwise. So that way, if you guys don't want to listen to an episode that has to do with, you know, ABC, that means you're not necessarily going to miss a lot of other stuff that I would normally cover in questions and answers. But if I start getting a lot of questions from you guys, then I obviously want to cover those, and I probably will start answering questions throughout episodes uh, later on. But anyway, guys, so that's it for that. So let's go ahead and get into this main one I've been, I've been promising you guys I'm going to do, which is um, someone that had asked me, and another thing, I don't know if you guys want me to share your names on here when you ask me these questions, but someone had asked me about Trikafta, and they said, hey, I'm on Trikafta. Um, why am I gaining so much weight? Okay. And this is the big one with uh, Tricapta in general. It, it seems it's so funny because we we as CFers have been told all of our lives to eat all we can. Like we we cannot gain weight. It is almost impossible. So eat all you can. Just stuff your face, and then um, Tricapta comes out, and all of a sudden 
we're now gaining a lot of weight to the point where there are clinics that are now getting like the CFRs involved with dietitians and like diets. Okay. That's how crazy this all is. So let me explain what's happening for those of you that don't understand what's happening. Like why is Tricapta making you gain weight? So first and foremost, guys, um, this kind of goes back a little bit from the last uh, weight gain episode. So I'm going to refer to things that we went over in that episode. So if you have not listened to it, I'd highly recommend it because you're going to be able to like follow along with this way, 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 way easier. But anyway, um, there is no magic pill. There's no magic powder. There's no magic shot. Literally, guys, there's nothing magical out there that can make you just start putting on weight. Okay. I know that can be very, uh, hard to hear because we want to think, oh, this one pill or this one powder that I'm putting in the shake or, you know, whatever is going to help me gain a lot of weight or is making me gain a lot of weight, whatever your goal may be. But that's simply not true. And let me explain why your body is made up of, of, of substance, right? We, we put nutrients in our body and that nutrients will feed our body to do its mandatory tasks, which is like digestion and, you know, breathing and, um, energy levels and hormone regulation, you know, all kinds of stuff that we need to do to survive. Okay. Now the rest of that food that we don't actually need for those things get allocated for other resources, such as like muscles, okay, or fat. Um, so that's that's what's happening. Okay, think about a clay sculpture and you have this, I think I went over this in the, that last episode, we, you have this sculpture and you make a sculpture of Michelangelo um, and I said, okay, that's great, but now I want you to make it two times bigger, okay? And you're, what are you going to do? You're immediately going to say, well, I need more clay, right? Like you need to put more clay on this sculpture and then you'll go about sculpting it again and like, you know, making this face and body, et cetera. So that's the same thing with our bodies, okay? You need more clay or AKA more food in order to put weight on you in order to make your frame grow. And your frame can grow by growing muscle and it can grow by gaining fat. So, but the point is, you need to intake more food. Your, your body can't grow out of thin air. And even when it comes to like bloating or, um, you know, water retention, right? Like that's from water that is still putting things in your body, which is making it expand. So when it comes to Trikafta, um, that pill is not making you gain weight. It is not the pill. I am sorry to tell you, but the pill is not making you gain weight, guys. Um, now, the pill is making it easier for you to gain weight. That is true. It is allowing your body to work better and, and therefore gain more weight. You might be saying, well, whoa, what does that mean? How does it do that? So, if you refer back to that last episode, I was talking about how to gain weight with CF or weight management with CF. I forgot exactly the title, but it's episode two. Um, so we talked about in there, you have this TDEE 
number, which is basically the number of calories your body burns in a day. And that takes into account your BMR, which is like your resting number that your body burns, just you doing nothing all day. And then it also takes into your lifestyle. And us CF patients have a specific TDEE number because we also have pancreatic insufficiency and we have our lung function, okay? Our body has to work harder to fight off infection right? CF bodies. And it also has to fight harder to compensate for our breathing, for our lung function scarring um, or our lung scarring, right? Which is decreasing our lung function. So the body has to fight harder for those things, aka fighting harder means burning more calories. So RTDEE before Trikafta was very high, Okay, that meant like we could, for example, I'm just example here, we could eat 4,000 calories and not gain any weight because our body was fighting that hard in order to digest food, in order to uh, compensate for our breathing, in order to fight off infection, all these things, okay? On top of all that, we also have our pancreatic insufficiency, which allow or makes us to where we, we don't digest our food that well, right? When you have digestive enzymes. So before Trikafta, we could eat a shit ton of food and barely put on any weight. It was so hard. It was like literally a second job. Okay. Trikafta comes out and it basically corrects, right? The gene. That's the, the goal is it corrects the, the defects of the gene in, in the CF body. And now we can breathe better. Our digestion is more efficient. I think that's improved. Um, you know, we, we don't really produce a lot of mucus anymore, some more than others. But for example, with me, I really don't produce any mucus at all. I used to cough up solo cups, like party cups, red solo cups of mucus all day long, like all day long, every 30 seconds I was clearing my throat. And so now our bodies have improved so much that that TDEE number is much, much lower. So for example, Let's just say that number is now lowered to hell. Let's just say uh, 2,000 or or 3,000. Let's just say 3,000. So that number is now lowered to 3,000. Well, what does that mean? Well, that means if you're eating 4,000 calories like you were before, but your your TDE number is only 3,000, which means that's the number of calories you need per day to maintain your weight. With your lifestyle, with your CF body, that is the number of calories you need to maintain your current weight. Well, if you're eating 4,000 calories, you're going to put on weight. Sure, some of it may be muscle, and a lot of it, the remainder will be fat, but you're going to put on weight, guys. And that is why we are now putting on so much weight post-trikafta because we are eating like we were taught to eat all these years. We're eating like we were supposed to eat all these years, but we now have, I'm not going to say normal, but we have much more healthier, improved bodies. And therefore our bodies are, our bodies don't need as much food as we had, we needed before. So that is why we are gaining weight now that we have trikafta. And some people say, oh, well, you know, like, no, it's causing me more bloating and things like, well, sure. Okay. Like there can be other instances where you are putting on weight temporarily due to bloating, water retention, hormones, et cetera. But this weight's not usually ever going to stay long-term. You know, it kind of goes in, in waves. But if you're putting on more weight, it's probably mu- a little bit muscle, probably fat, 
And therefore, you're just simply eating too much. You're eating more than you need to eat. And of course, that's sucky to hear, <laughs> right? We were told all our lives to stuff our faces. Now we're like, hey, slow down on the stuff in your face. So of course, that's hard to hear. But that's why now CF patients are going on diets, trying to learn better uh, nutritional management. Um, and you know, I think we've built, for example, with me, if I eat a lot of food in a few days, like consistently for a few days, my appetite goes way up. So if you're used to eating a lot of food, you've kind of built your appetite up. So you're going to get hungry because you your body expects you to keep eating that much food. So it, it's kind of a, a, a training process for our bodies to kind of like slowly decrease our food intake over time and our bodies will adapt and get used to that. But that's what happens. That's what's happening, guys. So of course, when it comes to losing weight, um, you know, we can do several things. I won't go real far into that this time. You know, make sure you listen to that episode two that goes real in depth with it. But we can either, we can, we could exercise more. Okay. We're going to burn more calories throughout the day. Literally, I would say try for 30 to 60 minutes per day of cardio. Um, weight gain is great, but when it comes to our lungs and our heart and losing fat, cardio is going to be the, the best uh, compared to weight gain. But or compared to uh, weight training. But again, um, we could exercise, so we can increase our exercise to help us lose weight, uh, or we could decrease the amount of food that we consume in a day. Um, or the best thing to do, right, would be to do a combination of those things. That way, if we exercise a little bit, well, we're getting exercise in. We know that's good. It's good for our bodies, our hearts, our minds, our lungs. Um, so, and then we're burning burning some calories. But then also, if we decrease our food a little bit, well, now we're not taking in as much food. And so, you know, those combined is going to be the best thing you could do. Um, otherwise, if you don't do both of them, well, now you need to either keep eating like you normally eat, but you need to exercise way more. Or if you don't want to exercise at all, that's fine too. But now that means that you have to eat way less than you're used to eating. So in order to avoid those extremes, try to do a combination of both guys. But that's how it works. That is why we're gaining weight with Tricapta. It is very funny for me to read these uh, forums where like people just think this, this pill is just putting on all this weight. And it's just, it's simply not possible. Um, it's just not the way it works. But it also is very hard for us to hear, hey, you're eating too much, right? Even normal people don't like to hear they're eating too much. And now us with CF have to hear that, but we were taught all our lives to eat all we can. So it's very frustrating. But anyway, guys, that is just under 30 minutes of this episode. We are going to end it there. Let me know if you guys like the shorter episode style. Again, like I would prefer even maybe a 20-minute episode, uh, but right at right under 30 minutes. So that's going to be it for this episode. Next episode, I'm planning on talking about the enzyme stuff. I'll update you guys on how it goes. Um, if, I, if I notice any changes, um, I was not even aware that you could really try different enzymes and it would be that much different when it comes to results. Apparently it is. So I'll go way in depth with all that kind of stuff and let you guys know my experience. All right, guys, thank you for listening. Um, if you don't mind, please subscribe on YouTube. If you guys are watching the YouTube version of this, uh, subscribe or follow the podcast if you're listening to the podcast version of this. Uh, but again, my name is Brian. I'm the host of Speaking Ill, and I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Talk to you guys soon.